Welcome to Pop Culture Rx, part of Hackensack Meridian Health's award-winning podcast. Pop Culture Rx is where we sit down with a medical expert and talk through various health-related topics circulating in today's media. In our discussions, you'll hear from a variety of professionals sharing insight and advice on these newsworthy conditions. This is Pop Culture Rx. Anyone can be impacted by mental illness. 44.7 million adults, age 18 and older, who live in the U.S. are impacted by mental illness. Lady Gaga recently opened up about her mental health struggles in an interview with Elle magazine. Gaga considers it her personal quest to lift the stigma and shame that can surround mental illness. She shared her story and how she wants others to know that they too can keep going. They can also be survivors. She also encourages those to try, when they're ready, to ask for help. Today, I'm here with Stacey Dumas, Residency Program Director and Vice Chair of Education in the Department of Psychiatry at Jersey Shore University Medical Center to kind of dive into Gaga's interview. So thanks for being here, Dr. Dumas. Thank you so much for having me with you. So before we kind of dive into Gaga's story and her interview, I wanted to ask, what made you choose a career in behavioral health? Wow. Well, I've always known since I was young that I wanted to go into the field of medicine. But at first, I wanted to be in pediatrics. And then as I went through medical school, I really felt that I wanted to help children in a different way. And I wanted to, I loved hearing their stories. And I loved really getting to know the whole child and the whole family. And I wanted to have a deeper um, impact in the family than I felt I was going to be able to have in the field of pediatrics. Um, Not that I don't think pediatricians do so much for the families, but for me, it was really feeling that I could, um, you know, help with those um, more um, personal struggles that that children um, go through and help them um, really you know, grow from an early age in a healthy way and to um, prepare them, you know, for to be healthy adults. And so it was really important to me to, um, you know, be able to really look at a person in a whole way that I chose mental health. Wow, that's awesome. Great story. So Gaga shares in her interview how she's a survivor of sexual abuse and now suffers from PTSD and chronic pain from this. She went on to talk about her her pain trauma response and how it's a weekly part of her life. So talk to me about this. What is this a normal thing where you have a pain trauma response or, you know, is this something that's kind of rare? A lot of people can have um, symptoms of pain associated with a myriad of, um, you know, mental health conditions, especially with post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, or anxiety. Um, What happens when you are undergoing these states of trauma or anxiety is it really you have a heightened stress response. We all know about that fight or flight response in the body. And sometimes it's fight, flight, or even freeze sometimes. And because that's what happens too when people are in a state of trauma. Sometimes if they can't escape it, they just freeze. And during that point, your body is really in a state of stress. And all of those stress chemicals that are produced can also really, they can be toxic to other parts of your body and really 
put um, cause damage, and this damage that they can cause can um, cause different symptoms um, either at that time of the trauma or later on down the line in someone's life that can lead to things like chronic pain um, and continued symptoms of depression and anxiety and the mental health conditions such as um, mood swings, um, post-traumatic stress disorder, um, so really a myriad of symptoms, um, fibromyalgia. Um, so these can all be, and they're very, very real for the person dealing them. They're not psychosomatic symptoms because there's been real damage um, to the body leading to these symptoms. So is there anything that, you know, she could maybe cope with pain, like, you know, pop an Advil and then she feels better or is it more serious than I that? think it's I think it's some um, I think for some people things like ibuprofen are definitely helpful but I think it's a much bigger picture than that when the when pain and when chronic pain is linked to um, a mental health condition such as um, you know someone who's dealt with trauma especially if it's trauma that they've been dealing with since um, childhood I think that you really in addition to treatment for the chronic pain which might involve something like ibuprofen that you need to really treat the underlying trauma, whether that's through, and for people, different people, that's going to be different treatment methods. And one of the things I love about listening to Lady Gaga's um, interviews, um, whether that with a recent interview that she did with Oprah or even some of her previous interviews, is she really, you know, kind of embraces treating a person in a whole, a whole way, which is really what we do in the mental health field. For some people, that might be medication to treat post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, it, there's various types of therapies that are also helpful, whether it's um, for the trauma itself or for associated anxiety, depression, um, personality symptoms, such as um, DBT and CBT and different types of therapy. And it's developing things like coping skills and ways to cope when people are um, faced with stress and developing all those really important support systems in your life so you have people to talk to when you're going through a difficult time. So I think it's really, um, and um, embracing a kind of a whole person view and making sure that you know, you address it in that way. So you mentioned some of the therapies and Gaga takes, di I mean, forgive me if I mispronounce this, dialectical behavioral therapy or DBT therapy. What is that? Dialectical behavioral therapy, or DBT, as, as you mentioned, is a form of, it's a form of CBT, which is cognitive behavioral therapy. It's kind of taken to the next level, and it's used to treat um, different um, mental health conditions. One of them is borderline personality disorder, but it can also be used for patients who have had significant trauma in their lives or, you know, severe anxiety, depression, um, patients who have some sui suicidality, and you know, numerous other conditions. And what it does is it incorporates cognitive behavioral therapy, which really helps us look at what underlying thoughts we have that might be a little too negative and might be off are leading to our negative emotions and maybe some behaviors that are not very healthy. And it adds to that. So that's really what CBT is. And DBT, what it adds to that is things like um, stress tolerance and appropriately dealing with um, stress and emotions. And it adds mindfulness activities and boundary setting and it adds things like um, how to how to um, avoidance of um, self-harm and um, it, it puts a lot of homework activities and journaling and um, some of it can be individually focused but there's a lot of um, group focused DBT as well. Very cool. So is that something that she would go to an office like we are in right now to go through or is that more you know at home type of therapy? 
It's probably, I mean, you could, the location doesn't vary that much. Some providers might provide it in home. Usually it's done in an office setting with a provider who special, specializes in um, DBT. And um, off, as I said, that there's usually a group component in addition to um, an individual component with it. So it's not like you see in the movies where you're lying on the couch looking up at the ceiling and someone's no, asking you questions. No, it's very active and engaging <laughs> and you're working on actively, you know, kind of figuring out what's going on so you can get yourself in a good place and figure out how to have really balanced thoughts. So instead of thinking, oh, I'm going to fail everything, you're thinking that, no, even though I might have failed once in the past, I'm not going to fail this this time because, you know, I studied hard and I, I'm i ready for it. So, so, so you don't have that same anxiety you might have otherwise. And so it really helps you get there by doing homework assignments, working with other people in the group, working with the individual therapist. Um, so it's a, a very um, kind of positive, engaged experience. So switching gears, so Gaga shared how for her, for any time she has some type of struggle or trauma or even any type of suicidal ideation, she puts her hands in a bowl of cold water to bring her back to reality. Thoughts on this? Do you recommend bringing yourself back to reality by putting your hands in cold water? Is there something else others could do to bring themselves back to reality and kind of center themselves? Yeah, and one of the things she might be talking about, some people with um, PTSD um, PTSD have some symptoms of like derealization or depersonalization where they feel like they're kind of out of body or out of this world. And so sometimes it helps to center or or come back during things like that. There is actually um, putting your hands in cold water actually triggers it it causes all of the um, blood vessels to constrict which makes all the blood run through the core of your body so it can help invigorate help you know bring back energy maybe some mental clarity so there might be some real um, benefit to that for her Um, and maybe for some other people too it's definitely worth trying I wouldn't you know spend the day bathing in cold water I would I that that could be dangerous but definitely it's something that there's even done some you know some I saw one study that did show you know a a short periods of cold showers every day could possibly help people with um, depression so there's definitely some benefit to the um, because it does cause a response in your body um, with your blood flow Um, hot showers for some people on the other hand can really help um, with anxiety too. So there's definitely different things that you can do naturally, be it, you know, recenter yourself with, you know, your hands in cold water. Um, Actually, something funny that I read on that was that Thomas Jefferson for 60 years put his feet in a cold water bath every morning because he felt that it um, invigorated him and led to um, lifelong good health. So um, we forget that that these are things, that everyone didn't have the hot water available to them that we did. So (laughs) there might have been a lot more cold bathing in the past. Um, but other things that people can do are um, meditation, um, mindfulness activities that can be, because meditation sounds scary sometimes to some people because it, being you know alone in your own mind, that is hard sometimes. Um, but quick mindfulness activities, um, sometimes deep breathing. Um, for people who have trouble figuring out how to deep breathe, there's some great apps on your phone that will just show you how to take those, like when to inhale, how long to hold it, and um, when to exhale. And you just follow that for a few seconds and that can reduce anxiety dramatically. Um, some people find things like journaling to be helpful. I know um, people say, 
walk it off, go for a walk. So if you're feeling anxious, just go move. I know that for me, if I'm feeling worried about something that exercise, I know everybody teases me because rollerblading is my go-to choice, but (laughs) getting out and moving is the thing that definitely, and I feel like I definitely have clarity to think about things if I'm moving. So anything, you have to find what works for you is what I always um, tell people I'm working with, is find the activity, if it's the cold water, if it's the meditating, if it's prayer, for some people it might be prayer, whatever it is that's gonna work for you, figure it out, have a couple things, and be ready to try them when you're having that moment when you're when you're not you know feeling well. And when that moment comes into your mind, instead of letting your mind keep going with the negative thoughts or with the suicidal thoughts, or try to say, hey, I'm gonna take control of this and I'm gonna either put my hands in the cold water or go for a walk or call someone and talk to them or like whatever it is for you and try to kind of take control and do that. And that's one of the things that I really like about some of the things Lady Gaga says is that she really tries to stay strong despite the things she's been through and and keep working hard and keep working through, but she also has compassion for herself. And she knows that that's not always easy. And she offers herself forgiveness when it becomes harder, when she you know falls backwards and has to then get up again and try again. And I think that that really um, shows that she doesn't offer, because I know her, um, she really has a mantra of offering kindness and she doesn't just offer it to other people, but she also offers herself um, kindness and compassion. I think that that's very important. Something that she brought up that really struck me is how she shared medicine works, but you need medicine with therapy for it to work because there's a part of you that you have to do yourself. There's a part of it that you have to do yourself And it really struck me as, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, you could just take a medication and it'll all get better or it'll all go away. And how you really need to work with someone like yourself to really work towards getting better because it's 90% you and maybe 10% medication. Do you feel similarly? I agree. I agree. I think that there's, you know, if you have a let's say you have strep throat, you take medication for it and it's going to get better. The medication is, you know, going to treat it. But I definitely think with um, with mental illness in most situations, I mean, um, in some situations, med- for some people, medication can be most of their treatment. But for most people, I think it really is a mix between, um, some mix between therapy and medication. For milder symptoms of depression and anxiety, especially, I mean, really the go-to is some sort of, some th- sort, some sort of therapy um, treatment, whether that be, um, you know, if it's a child, it might just be play therapy or family therapy, or we use like sand play and we use other things. Um, For adults, it might be individual therapy, like we talked about the cognitive behavioral therapy or the DBT. So there definitely is um, a balance. And sometimes the medications aren't even necessary for everyone. But if you do take them, especially for something like PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, if you're not processing the trauma and understanding the impact it's had on your life and the the ways you might interact with other people now as a result, or maybe the situations you fear because of it, maybe how it impacts you in future if you've had sexual trauma, how that might impact you in future relationships with um you know, partners. If you're not understanding that, that's going to continue to 
impact you negatively in your life. And the medication can help in the moment from experiences, those, those symptoms, but that might not, you know, help you really move forward in a healthy way. Yeah, or to even cope with anything that you're going through. Absolutely. So this, of course, isn't the first time Gaga has spoken out so openly about dealing with mental illness. And actually, her mother talked about how she witnessed the turn in her daughter's mental health. And at the time, how ill-equipped she was to help her daughter deal with it. And I'm sure this is something how you probably deal with this most often is parents coming to you and saying, you know, what are some suggestions that I can be more equipped to help my child with? So for the parents listening out there, how can they be more equipped? Absolutely. I think that that's an excellent question. And it was I've listened to her mother, to um, Lady Gaga's mother speak. And I think it's so interesting for her to say that it's so, in, it's so hard to differentiate between what is normal development and what is kind of problematic and what what means my child's struggling right now like when someone's saying something that hurt their feelings is this the right reaction they're having or are they you know anxious and depressed and she says that her she didn't know her daughter was struggling at first and then she went with the mentality of you know you have to deal with it you have to work through it you have to just that grit mentality she said and i think first of all trying to figure out what is normal development is important for parents and so they can i mean you can read about normal adolescent development anywhere and even as a parent sometimes it's hard for me to differentiate oh is this in the the normal spectrum or is this a little bit something that we need to worry about um, but I think it's important if you see something that is that your gut tells you hey this is not right I mean obviously if you see any real unhealthy behaviors like cutting behaviors suicidal ideation significant symptoms of depression or anxiety that would be things like isolating changes in appetite or weight or low energy or panic attacks or more significant symptoms or if you know your child's experienced a bad trauma something like that um, that would push you in the direction of knowing that they need help but other more um, subtle signs just to if, it, if in your gut it tells you something's not right here this isn't my happy child I used to know or this is kind of different than they were before and I think that that's what um, Lady Gaga's mother says is that in middle school she said you know my daughter was always unique and I I really think that I'm sure Lady Gaga's had her talents since she was a yeah. young child um, but she said something changed at that point and that's where she was able to see it and I think it's just when you know in your gut that something's just not right that it's important to kind of explore it a little bit more and reach out for the help that might be through your pediatrician that might be through the school um, there's lots of school counselors that can um, help it might mean talking to other parents in the peer group and saying hey you know what are the kids doing and trying to you know just make sure that the, the, the peer groups are okay um, and it might be reaching out for mental health um, resources like through a child psychiatrist a social worker or a psychologist um, and, and getting them help if you think that they're depressed or anxious or you know having something like that going yeah. on do you feel that maybe even just being the parent and coming and listening to them is equally as helpful Absolutely. And I think that um, one of the things that actually her mother points out too is that she knows now as an adult that that her daughter just wants her to listen sometimes. And she is, she's realized that because as, the pa as parents, we often just want to fix everything and we fix it from our perspective. Like we see this as what the problem is and let me jump in and fix it. And sometimes with children, we just need to listen and understand it from their perspective, what they're struggling with. 
with. Sometimes with younger children and tweens, they're usually able to speak to parents and kind of tell us what's going on. As children get a little older into the teenage years, sometimes that's not as easy for some children, and it might be easier for them to talk to someone else. Um, first of all, they're talking to their peers a lot usually for most kids, um, but to talk to someone in the school system or a therapist, and they might find um, easier, especially because they might want to talk about topics that they might not feel comfortable discussing with their parents. Yeah. But I think open conversation, letting kids know that you can hear anything and it's okay. And also letting them know that that you're a little bit vulnerable too and that, you know, that everything doesn't always have to be perfect and that, you know, people feel things and it's okay to have emotions even when they're negative. It's ironic that you share that because Lady Gaga's big mantra is, you know, it's okay to not be okay, which is something that we hear a ton now that mental health and behavioral health has been so in the media, really surrounding our country and how so many people have come out with you know whether they have anxiety or depression or you know whatever that they're dealing with and that they're sharing that it's okay to not be okay and that they're a celebrity and it's okay Right. I think that that is amazing. As a healthcare provider, I keep saying that um, I watch, um, you know, lectures and grand rounds presentations by other healthcare providers all the time. And I'm like, I can't wait till we get to the day when people speak about mental health conditions the same way they speak about other things. Like if someone is speaking on, um, you know, cancer, they'll say, oh, I was a cancer survivor. Or I, if they're speaking on hypertension, they'll even say, hey, I have hypertension. Like it's, there's no concern in saying it. But I don't usually hear speakers talking, who are talking on anxiety or depression. I never, you never hear them saying, oh, I'm treated for a mental health condition. Like it's not something that anybody in the field usually routinely discloses. So um, one day, one day. So it starts with the celebrities. Yes. And one day. And trickles down to everybody else. So I wanted to ask you a few final questions and kind of pick your brain a little bit. So what's the best advice you've ever gotten? I'm actually um, going to throw this back to the Lady Gaga, um, her, some of her mantras and the things she says and does here, because I really like her whole philosophy of kindness here and this Born This Way foundation that she has, because I think kind of owning who you are and trying to be kind above all is when I, when I, um, I mean, I've had like that advice in various other forms throughout your life. When someone says, just keep being kind, just keep trying. Don't, don't stoop to someone else's level. Just keep trying to, you know, go at it with kindness and be who you are and, you know, just keep trying to, you know, grow that way. And I think that it really speaks to the things that um, she stands for as well. So if you weren't a doctor, what would you be? I would own a nursery school. I actually took a couple of graduate classes at one point in early childhood education. And that was like my idea. Um, but I really, medical school um, won out. But now I'm taking master's classes and I'm in an MBA program, which is completely different than, Very different than early childhood education. So, But now I'm a residency program director. So I say I'm just, yeah. it's the, instead of the little kids now I've got. You've got big kids. Big kids. So is there anything else you'd like to share today with our listeners? 
I am just very happy that I had the opportunity to participate in this and very excited because I think stepping back and just thinking of all of the positive inspirational messages that come with treating, it's okay to have mental health conditions. It's absolutely imperative to make sure that we are who we are, that we're practicing kindness, and that we're seeking help for whatever's going on in our life. And I think that someone like Lady Gaga and and, and Oprah and stuff, that they've really um, stepped up to bring that to the forefront and allowed us to have the opportunity to speak today. So thank you for inviting me to speak with you. No, thank you for having us today. It's been great. If you have a topic you'd like for us to cover, submit your ideas on hmh4u.org backslash podcast. Your suggestion could be included in the You Asked For It special episodes. That's all for today. Until next Wednesday, thanks for listening. The material provided through this Help You podcast is intended to be used as general information only and should not replace the advice of your physician. Always consult your physician for individual care.